Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, F.P. Santangelo Jr. Both Bruce and uh, Vern are off today. At uh, each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and today's trivia theme is baseball team nicknames. Some are hard, some are not so Actually, none of these are that hard. Well, we'll, we'll get them all. All right, um, now let's see here. We only have a quick minute before we cut into our first commercial break, so let's tell the audience what we're going to talk about in the next segment. So we're going to have a lot of different things to talk about. Of course, the World Series, I imagine we're going to talk about a little bit, and the start of the NBA season. A lot of things going on there. Maybe some NFL refereeing. Yeah, it's up to you, Edward. Yeah, yeah. you're driving the show. That's that's. (laughs) Hey, listen, I I love to have you on. You always got to come up with some really good stuff. The um, excuse me, uh, the NBA. It's kind of hard to tell the players without a scorecard now. There's been too much shifting around. I know, right? Yeah. Could you imagine? You know, when they do the new video games from one year to the next (laughs) year, you actually might want to buy this one this year because it's going to be way different. That's true. Yeah, because usually it's just the same game repackaged differently, but now everyone's all different places. Get the new NBA 2K. I think that uh, it seems like uh, the guys making the uh, jerseys are the ones who are uh, driving the bus with regard to uh, all these uh, uh, players changing. Oh, yeah. I remember it was a big offseason story that LeBron changed his number again for Anthony Davis. And actually, they couldn't even do it until next year because all those jerseys were made. So (laughs) that change is not coming until next year. Crazy stuff. All right. uh, This segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 7.5%. In fact, last month, it was over 8%. Secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more secure or, excuse me, more conservative than that. Check them out at Pacific Private Money. Uh, And what about those poor chargers? They keep finding ways to lose. It's not good. It's not good. You don't want to do that. And they're so talented, too. Yeah. And you finally get your guy Melvin Gordon back. Everyone's feeling good about themselves, and nobody can just find a way to get it done. Yeah. But what do they have, like three replays and they <laughs> challenges and everything and lo- oh, lose every one of them? Oh, yes. Well, the whole NFL is losing all those PI replays right now. I think only yeah. seven of them have been overturned out of 47. Wow. So. All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
attention, Bay Area homeowners. Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, license Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Mountain Mike's Pizza. You've heard our phrase, pizza the way it ought to be. But did you know that our famous pepperoni large pizza has over 100 pieces of pepperoni on it? Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily, never frozen. Having a party? We have a great room for parties and a video arcade with tickets and prizes for kids. Located at 2100 4th Street in San Rafael, you'll enjoy your pizza the way it ought to be. Call us at 415-454-4300. That's Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Tap into the local food and beer scene at San Francisco's Urban Tavern, just steps from Union Square. Featuring a menu of locally inspired cuisine, Urban Tavern has the distinctive personality of a metropolitan gastropub. It's where the local food and beer scene is celebrated with seasonal menus and more than a dozen Bay Area craft beers on tap. Convenient to Union Square shopping and walking distance to the theaters, Urban Tavern is a great place to enjoy happy hour before a show. And get this, if you show your game ticket or wear your San Francisco team gear, you can enjoy a buy one get one free drink on game day, be it baseball, football, or basketball. Of course, Urban Tavern will be showing the games live. Oh, and don't forget, during the holiday season, Urban Tavern is convenient to the ice rink and holiday shopping in Union Square. Make an evening of it with shopping, dinner, and a show. Find Urban Tavern on Open Table and the beer app Untapped. You can also go to UrbanTavernSF.com. Staples is more than a place you go to buy a new PC. It's where an associate helped me find the latest tech I needed to work smarter, not harder. Where I got a protection plan plus 24-7 tech support that keeps me connected. And where I increased my productivity for a lot less than what I thought I'd spend. Right now at Staples, you can save up to $300 on the latest PCs. Staples, for your business tech and beyond. In-store only. Ends 11 19 while supplies last. Exclusions apply. Are you or is someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? Every person's experience with Parkinson's is unique, and for many patients and families, that can be one of the most challenging aspects. The Michael J. Fox Foundation built a guide to help. Visit michaeljfox.org pd360 to download the Parkinson's 360, a guide for navigating the disease. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org pd360. Visit today. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. First, I want to get into, uh, which is something we've talked about in the past. <laughs> it seems to always come up. Uh, this time, text messaging from Antonio Brown, and it's going to cost him, what, $30 million? Man, that's got to be one of the most expensive rates ever applied <laughs> to a text message. <laughs> that's right. I have one of those un- unlimited plans. It, it doesn't... Uh, um, uh, the uh, phone company decides that uh, they're going to charge me unlimited. Yeah, but yeah, I think most people do now. Hopefully, yeah. if you're listening to this, you got to No, I mean, it's, there's no limit to how much they can charge me. That's that's why it's unlimited, <laughs> yeah. I get you. <laughs> not, not the other way around. I get but, you. Um, so, I, I mean, God, you know, yeah, I, I, it's like I try to teach my kids. 
be very careful about what you text, picture, internet, oh, absolutely. phone, I mean, you know, post on uh, Facebook. It's there forever. So let's paint the background of this. So Antonio Brown was sending text messages asking for the release to uh, Davis, the owner, yep. correct? Uh-huh. And uh, he's got pretty much evidence now that he was requesting the release, which voids the entire contract and the terms and all that good stuff. So uh, it is probably one of the most expensive text <laughs> messages ever sent. And it kind of got me thinking, like, throughout history, like, what if there was uh, a text message sent for the Louisiana Purchase or for oh, yeah. an, an historical monument or, or something like that? Like, hey, uh, you know, uh, let's do this, let's do that. So I'm sure there's, like, some crazy Wall Street stuff going on. But this one, mm-hmm. I think so far, $29.125 million for uh, evidence that, hey, you're requesting the release, avoids the contract, yeah. here's the evidence. Uh, no bueno. No, exactly. no bueno. I mean, what, what is his defense going to be? I didn't mean it. I was just kidding around. I, I didn't know it voided it, but, you know. I, I, I'm pretty I, sure he just goes, wait a minute. Okay, talk to me, lawyer. Oh, yeah. wait a minute, I did this? No, try to find a way for me to get out of this. Yeah. Someone okay. uh, someone hacked my phone. Exactly. Yeah. It, wasn't it wasn't me. me. It wasn't yeah, me the other dude it. did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't put my signature by those text messages. No, no, exactly. That's right. And then didn't he also uh, did something to do with, like, threatening a witness or something? Or posting <sighs> pictures of her... Yeah, so that was that was a different scandal. So that was the first scandal, which nothing led to it. Okay, was uh, uh, I think it was a former uh, personal trainer of his that he had oh, right. relations with. Yeah, that uh, she said was sexually assaulted by him, and yeah. that had no legs. And I think they tried to she tried to charge him, but the court wouldn't even take it because it was erroneous claims. Okay, and uh, now uh, I think the second one was there's another uh, yeah. domestic violence or sexual assault, but these really have no legs. And there's a lot of people, including Dante Whitner, uh, former safety for the 49ers, coming out and saying, hey, you know, this guy, I, I talked to him. He's good. He still works hard. He's still eligible for a team. I think, you know, he, he would go out there for league minimum and he could really make uh, a big difference to your wide receiving core, including the 49ers in San Francisco. I mean, they're 6-0 and right now. Could you yeah. imagine? The 49ers with Antonio Brown, how many guys he would pull off that defense and open guys up like Kittle and yeah. Breida and Coleman. and That's I if mean, he plays ridiculous. nice in the sandbox with everybody else. Exactly, and that's yeah. the whole culture. And my whole thing is, though, I mean, Dante Whitner, one of the smartest safeties in, in football, one of the smartest analysts in the game. Yeah. My whole saying is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. You're 6-0, and it's not broken. Try not, Don't try to fix it because you yeah, can always overfix fine. something. True. You're always, uh, you know, guys get hurt, got to get a backup. Um, but would he take the like the minimum? Oh, I think so. Really? Absolutely. I think he has to prove himself now in the league. And he just oh. wants to win. He wants to play. He's a hard worker at the end of the day. This guy yeah. came from nowhere. I mean, he wasn't even at a top school. I think he was Central Michigan, if I yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah. Central Michigan wasn't really a big prospect, really created his brand and who he was. So he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he'll always have that for the rest of his life. He's got to prove himself again. Now, do you want that kind of a guy who's kind of a diva? Well, not kind of a diva. He is a diva. In your locker room? Mm, Uh, I wouldn't. I know. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. But, Edward, I have to ask you, what is the most expensive text message you've sent? (laughs) To maybe Uh, your kids? No, the one that said... Will you marry me? <laughs> I'm still paying off. Probably that shouldn't one. have sent no, that in text. That's why. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't have texts back then. Um, well, I mean, there had to be something from your kids that you agreed to. Yes, and you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, uh, I I try to be very very careful with that stuff. I, one time, I I did in an email. I accidentally hit reply all. 
But fortunately, Ooh. yeah, fortunately, all I did was call this guy a Yahoo when I really like was thinking a lot worse. <laughs> so I, I'm very careful in what I write. I was just not careful in who I sent it to. Good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, well, Yahoo, thing. you could just blend that on autocorrect. I don't know what my <laughs> computer was doing. It's crazy. And, and it's funny because it was a, a, a lender, and we were talking about a, know, a $3 million loan. Oh it, wow! Yeah, and it could it could 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 have come back to bite me. Okay, so but, that's yeah. that's pretty good. We're talking millions there. I yeah. haven't oh, experienced yeah. millions there. I've probably yeah. said something yes, like oh yeah, I'll pick up you, my sister, or, yeah. you know, my dad. <laughs> I'll pick, or I'll pick up like the that. check exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, oh wow, okay, that's like two hundred bucks. Yeah. All right, <laughs> you guys, better remember me for this. That's right. I I'm, I may have I I have to actually go back and and look. Uh, but off the top of my head, that's the first thing I can think of. Is I'm that sure one. everyone's got a story, oh, especially yeah. of an errant text message or just something that you didn't think was going to be a big deal. And or ended a up picture. Being. Or a picture. Uh, uh, you know, and it could be quite an, you know, co- in a somewhat innocent picture. Yeah. You know, but it gets taken the wrong way. Oh, always. I mean, Crazy. Tom Brady scandal. You saw what happened with Tom oh, Brady yeah. in the Netflix. I think yeah. it's called Living With Yourself by Paul Rudd uh, or Paul Rudd stars in it. It's a Netflix yeah. special. And he comes out of the, <laughs> of the massage parlor. He goes, first time. <laughs> oh, I've been here six times. And it's obviously oh, yeah. a play on words <laughs> yeah. and whether or not that's oh, yeah. supposed to be for, you know, Robert Kraft and his scandal that he went through at a massage pal- parlor with, uh, you know, sex oh, yeah. workers. Well, you know, it's funny. just really interesting. I'll just so, put it so that way. One, one time I get this coupon in the mail and, you know, one of those uh, typical things you get for coupons yeah. like with a bunch of them. Right. And it was for a massage down here in, uh, you know, in town. And I didn't think much of it. And I go, okay, fine. And you know, I got a little suspicious, but it's like, yeah, you know, I, I know I'm thinking clean. I'm just going to get a massage. So I'm getting a massage, and suddenly, the it, and it was one of those, it wasn't like a full room. It was like, you know, a curtain type thing, right? And the curtains op- op- the curtain opens up, and I, and I kept, the way I was situated, facing down, I kind of looked up, and some guy is walking in, and he goes, oh, okay, excuse me. And I realized immediately this guy's probably from the Vice Squad. Oh no! Yeah, I, I got I gotta think because when I when I left it, you know, I mean everything stayed cool, and I I didn't ask for any special treatment, and none was offered to me. But um, boy, it's a good thing because I could just see you know front page news, Edward Brown, and you know, no. you know what they say: despise the free lunch. You know what that is just, from Robert Greene. Forty laws of power. Despise the free lunch because everything is way too good to be free. Yeah, there's always a catch twenty two. You know, it's funny. And uh, if you ever go to like Cabo or one of those places, yeah. and as soon as you get off the plane, there's like twenty guys. Oh, hey, we're going to give you a free lunch. And I mean, once you're there, they just don't let you go. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah, they get you. Yeah. They get you. It's like one of those timeshare meetings. Yeah, I don't exactly. Those things. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's interesting. The uh, I tell you, I. I quick little story about that i was in hawaii one time uh, and it was one of those hey if you uh, do the uh, timeshare presentation we're going to give uh, you and your family like uh, a luau and it was worth you know a couple hundred bucks now have to spend like you know 90 minutes like, yeah sure i'll do that so i'm doing it and you know i know i know the whole game mm-hmm. so right after the, the, they make the presentation they uh, go ahead and you split up into one-on-one type things and the guy's starting to open his mouth and talk about it. he's a nice guy and he looks at me, and he, after, he just stops. He goes, you know, I can kind of tell you're not going to buy, are you? And I said, nah. And he <laughs> goes, well, he goes, listen, we've got another 20 minutes, and I, I can't let you go yet because uh, otherwise I'm going to get in trouble. So uh, let's talk about, you know, sports and all this stuff, right? <laughs> and then he says, because listen, i gotta be, I got to be honest with you. He goes, I wouldn't buy from us either. He says, if you want a timeshare, go on the secondary market and buy the cheapest Hawaii or decent Florida one, and then you trade it. 
Wow. So I, I, I'm one of the few guys in this world who's actually made money on a timeshare. Because wow. I, I bought it for 3200 used it, and then a couple of years later, I sold it for, uh, I think, right around four grand. That's a pretty impressive notch on your belt Thank right you. there. Thank you. Yes. I was so basically, what you went through, by the way, was like free agency for an athlete. You're basically being brought in. You're being schmoozed. And then the last second, you're like, hey, you know what, guys? I don't think I'm going to do it. And then they go, okay, how can we help you raise the price so they pay more for you? Oh, okay. I like because that. Because if they're going to lose, they want to make sure that they're making other guys pay. Okay. So that's kind of what wow. happens. Kind it's, of what it, happens. Yeah, it's sort of like on Shark Tank with uh, exactly. uh, Mr. Wonderful. So, he does that to uh, Barbara. Or, uh, um, yeah, so this offseason when uh, Garrett Cole who's a free agent, uh-huh. who's going to be pitching in the World Series, is going to be going from place to place. Yeah. He'll probably be honest after like the last 10 minutes after being brought around town and go, hey, guys, I'm, I'm probably not going to sign here, but just want to let you guys know uh, if you guys want to offer me something to raise the price and then you know, you can screw over the competition. I'll be for it. Or, or give them a little yeah, bit scratch of Scratch my back. Scratch my back. Yours. Exactly. Okay, here's our first trivia question. Which baseball team was known as the Gas House Gang? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. 
Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings. And we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at pacificprivatemoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with F.P. Santangelo, Jr. We're going to shorten your name. I, I, I you guess, just call me Junior. Really? Just call me Junior? Okay, just call all, me right. Junior. all right, that works. All right, which baseball team was known as the Gas House Gang? Ooh, Gas House Gang. Um, I don't know. Are you Reds? Uh, no, they were in a red uniform. The, Ooh, the, the Red Sox? No, close enough. No, the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, and Louis I believe Cardinals. it was the 1930s, if I'm not mistaken. I was not there the yet. No, <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't either. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, at break, you and I were talking about Bryce Harper, and I, I said, uh, gee, I, I bet he's really upset about not being on the Nationals. Uh, but you made a comment about uh, his salary that he would have been offered by the Nationals. Yeah, so everyone's thinking, oh, Bryce, oh, he, he's not a National. He should have taken that money with the Nationals. No, he would have been stupid if you took him that money with the Nationals. So if you look at the contract de- details offered, and this is actually printed. This is well known, but for some reason, it had no legs. Nobody really ran with it. Yeah, he was offered three hundred million dollars for a ten-year deal, while he took the thirteen three hundred thirty million dollars for the Phillies. Okay. But within that Nationals deal, that was ten years, three hundred million dollars. Yeah. It was deferred into twenty fifty-two. Like all of it, all the money through all the years would have been evenly split up till twenty fifty-two. He would have been sixty-five years old until he got his last payment. You would be crazy. To take that offer. So the Nationals, really good PR, just offered him something and uh, kind of made him the villain for the Nationals, even though he was very smart to take that non-deferred contract with the Phillies, which was 13 years, $330 million. That means by the 13th year, he gets every dime and penny yeah. that was promised to him. And he doesn't have to be a 65-year-old guy to get his final paycheck. Yeah. It would have been Bobby Bonilla on <laughs> steroids. <laughs> exactly. At least that contract. And the time value of money, you know, yeah. if he's got a good age, a uh, good financial guy can invest that money and yeah. turn it turn into some real money. Yeah. Not $330 million. Come on. And it just shows you that uh, deferred money is a big factor in these contracts. So whether you're not, you, you think your team is making a, a qualifying offer that's good or, you know, he doesn't want to come back, he's going to go sign somewhere else. Well, look at the contract details. It always... There's always more than meets the eye. There's always a reason why guys won't sign back with the team that they come from. Whether they didn't like it or whether they just didn't like the organization or maybe that the organization didn't like them because it it, it goes to show that the Nationals really just did not want to sign back Bryce for whatever reason. Yeah. It really shows. I mean, there, there are definitely some deferred comp plans that are that make sense for tax purposes, but not 50 years, though. <laughs> yeah, 50 years does not make sense. Other reasons, yes. Yeah. It does make sense to be taxes, especially in California where they're yeah. so dang high. But you don't really see that in other sports, too. You don't really see deferred contracts in the NBA. You don't really see de- deferred contracts in the mm. NFL, certainly. Yeah. You mostly yeah, get, the, you get the signing bonus, yeah. and then you get taxed on the signing bonus. So sure. you'll get the $30 million, but then that's taxed. So. I wonder how many players want to play in a state like texas that doesn't have income tax now the thing is only half your games are played 
at home, and the other half you you do have to pay tax on the various states mm-hmm. that you play in. But at least half your income would be tax free. Yeah, I wonder if that is a consideration oh, for oh, some. Oh, it plays reason. a huge factor, and I yeah. think that was a factor in, in Bryce Harper's decision making because I know the Giants wanted him. I know there's another couple teams that probably offered him something similar of value, yeah. but you know the best fit for him was in Philadelphia, and you know it was the the antithesis for the Nationals. You know the rivals now; yeah, yeah. they're in the same division, the NL East. But I just don't really like how it was about Bryce Harper. They made this whole yeah. thing about Bryce Harper, not about the Nationals. Oh, Bryce is sitting at home. He wish. He was a national, and he knew this was going to happen, especially after he made that D.C. comment when he said, right when he signed, I want to bring a championship back to D.C. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I meant Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) And he he tried to get it by, but everybody picked it up and ran with it, and it's just unfortunate. But, yeah, (laughs) everyone's like, hey, Bryce, you should have signed back with the Nationals, or, you know, you shouldn't have turned your back on the organization that drafted you. Well, it might have been the other way around. Yeah. So pretty interesting part of the story, sure. Uh, Let's get into a little controversy. Uh, what you got there, controversy-wise? Oh, so the NFL referees have been so bad lately that there's some legs that there's some NFL crews uh, out there that are possibly tossing games because the crews have been so bad consistently. And I'm forgetting like a whole off the, crew, not whole, just one or two refs. Or, yeah, it is a whole crew, and there's wow. a couple crews that there's gamblers betting specifically on these games because they know it's either going to be a really low score or a really high score depending on the crew. Now, people will say and are speculating they've been so bad (laughs) that they're actually tossing the games. And (laughs) there's been a lot of players. I think uh, Charles Woodson was one of them Uh uh, who who called out, uh, NFL, you need to investigate these guys or these group of people just because there's no way these calls should be being made, especially after the Lions game when they were supposed to be hands to the face. And you can clearly see it. He's just gripping onto his chest. It's been ridiculous. I mean – I was watching the, the game yesterday between the Seahawks and the Ravens, and yeah. DJ Metcalf is just mugging this guy the entire game. They're not calling a single thing. Wow. So it's very interesting. I, I know Mike Pereira, you know, former NFL referee, yeah. um, former chairman in the, uh, for NFL referees too, uh, came out and said that recently uh, the NFL plays per game is down almost two to four plays per game. So it's actually going down because there's just so many penalties being oh. called. And it just makes huh. you go to think, like, what's the reasoning behind this? Is it replay? Is it because all the great uh, chairs in the NFL that were there previously, like Mike Pereira being taken by these networks and getting paid lots of money, almost triple their salary as an NFL referee to go work at NBC Sports, to go work at this place or ESPN or whatever have you, or NFL Network? And I think it's a little bit of both yeah. because you kind of lose that skill. It's almost like, I don't know if you noticed, when you first started using the computer, how your spelling started to to go down a little bit because you didn't have to rely on perfect spelling because oh, yeah. you had spell check. Yeah. So you had yeah, autocorrect. Yeah. Second time yeah. we're bringing autocorrect up, yeah. by the way, in the show. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's basically like autocorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you, you start to get lazy a little bit and you, you don't pay as close attention to the details. And uh, I know a lot of NFL referees, former, and uh, mm. that are in those those cush seats now yeah. where they're getting paid all that money are saying just that. It's, it's, it's going away, the, the skill of being an NFL referee because uh, whether it's doubt, whether it's I'm going to rely on replay to do this for me, or whether all just the good guys are taken now. It's it's like a perfect storm. You know, I mentioned the computer. I don't know why my computer uh, corrects me. I'm, I'm more gooder than I was before. <laughs> more better. You are the besterest <laughs> speller. <laughs> That's a good one. Computer. I like that, the besterest. The besterest. Um, wow. Okay, so I'm thinking about this with, um, just thinking out loud now. 
you know, the, the refs, it's like how many times can they call something that's like too obvious? Yes. And I know yeah. uh, holding calls were up 80% since last year. 80%. That's insane. So holding calls are a big one right now just because it, anything can be really taken as a holding call. It's up yeah. to the description, really, of the referee. And I think that they're getting so touchy and they're so worried about replay in general, too. Yeah. And the camera angles are so good. Because yeah. if they miss it, they're going to be held accountable. They're going to be, why didn't you call that holding call? And then they're going to be put on spot. But, so they might as well just call it. Yeah, but the other Even part it's of it is. the littlest thing. That, but see, that's the other part, though, is that the uh, they call it. And then you look at replay and you go, how could they call that? Yeah. And they're so, so afraid with pass interference. That so leads me into the pass interference challenges yeah. that haven't been turned over. So last time I checked, I don't know after this past weekend what the updated statistics are. But going into this weekend, 47 challenges, seven were overturned. And those seven were blatant. Like they were getting absolutely mugged for pass interference. Yeah. And they want to make sure they keep it that way because they don't want the little tit for tat stuff that the holding calls have become. Yeah. Because now if you if you start to review it like that, I mean, one guy touches another guy and maybe just throws him off his route a little bit, but that's just football. Yeah. It's yeah, gamesmanship. Yeah. I mean, it used to and, be. And then you're going to start calling that. So I think yeah. even though uh, fans are going to be a little upset that they're not overturning it unless guys really get mugged, I think yeah. that's the way it should be. So that way you go back to that NFC Championship game last yeah, year, the Saints and Rams. That was a mugging. That yeah. was one of the worst ones. So you want to make sure those blatant ones aren't missed. And maybe not the tit-for-tat ones, or else you're going to be seeing a, a lot more yellow. And it's not going yeah. to be the Green Bay Packers or another team that's yellow. Well, and can't, and can't they change? They can change the rules, too, about like what you're allowed to throw a, fly, uh, a challenge flag for. Yes, they always try to change the language. And you got to become yeah. almost a lawyer at that point and look <laughs> at the rule book. But the, it's really, really difficult. And it, it is a black eye between the NFL and the refereeing community if they have to change a rule in the middle of the season. So they're really trying yeah, to avoid that. that's true. But... For me, holding calls are huge right now. Um, yeah. I want to see a lot less of them. I just want to see the guys play. It really ruins the rhythm of the game for me too. Like when you just there's a drive going on and you know somebody's just lighting it up. You got Lamar Jackson driving down the field. You got Russell Wilson driving down the field, and then all of a sudden yellow. Oh, here we go. Isn't yeah. that the first thing you say? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Maybe if it's like you know third and twelve and the play didn't go right, you're like, oh wait a minute, we might be saved by this flag. But besides yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Exactly. besides that, it's like, oh, here we go, here we go. So so suddenly, it'll be uh, football. Will be like basketball used to be a, a non-contact sport. Yeah, really. Seriously, well, 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 everybody's always joked about that because you know <laughs> the the, the Q- QB is overprotected now. Yeah. Um, Receivers are overprotected now. The it's defenses have a chance. That's the thing. Too much, money. too much money on it. And, you know, Russell Wilson gets hurt, and it's like, eh, people are going, well, okay, who's the backup quarterback? Do I really want to watch this game that much? Oh, exactly. That's, no, that's it really, really to. derails the season. Look at the, the 49ers last year. Yeah, I mean, Garoppolo would get hurt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Mullen did a good job coming in and replacing yeah. him, and he's actually a really good re- backup sure. QB, but he's not Jimmy Garoppolo. No. It's just the facts. Maybe, maybe they could put tutus on these guys and flags. And then, like, <laughs> I'm sure there's football. a. I think there's a South Park episode about that. Actually, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. All right, you ready for our next uh, trivia question? Bring it on. Okay, I think you'll know this one. You, you should know the next two, even though you weren't born then. You still should know this. All right. Of course, we'll I, see. I wasn't even born then either. Which baseball team was known as the Boys of Summer? All right, that's our trivia question. Email Edward at SportsEcom101.com. See if you know the answer to this question. Which baseball team was known as? The Boys of Summer. All right. When we come back, don't you have another uh, uh, controversy with the NBA? Oh, I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. Pretty sure you do? Yeah. Because yeah. I just saw in Sports Illustrated they had uh, Tom Donaghy, a uh, little 
something about him, and he says, "Yeah, if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't do it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay, really? I mean, yeah. getting getting caught is not a not an easy thing to do. Yeah. All right, one more time, we're gonna ask this trivia question: Which baseball team was known as the Boys of Summer? And stay with us, Sports Econ One Hundred and One. I'll be right back. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Have you wondered how the banks make all their money? Have you ever wanted to be on the bank side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, our clients are doing just that. For over a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more secured by primarily Bay Area real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent, above-market returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Let's face it, most of us are not on track to achieve the level of retirement income we'll need to fund the lifestyle we want. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost the income in your retirement accounts. Annual yields of 7.5% and more are not uncommon using these simple strategies. Join the thousands of Bay Area residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing today. For more information, call us at 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. License Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. The station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Tap into the local food and beer scene at San Francisco's Urban Tavern, just steps from Union Square. Featuring a menu of locally inspired cuisine, Urban Tavern has the distinctive personality of a metropolitan gastropub. It's where the local food and beer scene is celebrated with seasonal menus and more than a dozen Bay Area craft beers on tap. Convenient to Union Square shopping and walking distance to the theaters, Urban Tavern is a great place to enjoy happy hour before a show. And get this, if you show your game ticket or wear your San Francisco team gear, you can enjoy a buy one get one free drink on game day, be it baseball, football, or basketball. Of course, Urban Tavern will be showing the games live. Oh, and don't forget, during the holiday season, Urban Tavern is convenient to the ice rink and holiday shopping in Union Square. Make an evening of it with shopping, dinner, and a show. Find Urban Tavern on Open Table and the beer app Untapped. You can also go to UrbanTavernSF.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Junior. A lot easier than saying F.P. Santangelo Jr. F.P. Yeah. Santangelo Jr. That's uh, eight syllables. I can't even count that high. 
I need to take off my shoes and socks for that yep. one. All right. Which baseball team was known as the Boys of Summer? Uh, Kansas City Royals? I don't know. No. Brooklyn Dodgers. Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. Remember uh, those guys? Okay. The, the next one you'll definitely know. All right. Uh, let's see. We're uh, During break, you and I were talking about uh, the NBA with a potential expansion team. Yeah, so you guys might have heard about this, but, uh, you know, a couple guys were talking about China and what's going on over there, yeah. and it turned into this huge, huge deal. Of course, I'm talking specifically about the Houston Rockets oh. GM, yep. and uh, he made comments about uh, China and uh, what's going on over there with the protests yep. in Hong Kong, and it led to uh, substantial losses uh, ranging from $500 million to a $1 billion is the estimate. So Adam Silver and company, that is, not the owners, they like to be called the governors because owners, are just, that's not acceptable. That's the stupidest thing. I mean, if I owned a big company, the guys who work for me are employees. Exactly. They don't call me a governor, right? Yes. It's yes. not a slave type thing. You can even say the players are employees, that's all. But go ahead. Well, anyways. They don't own the players. <laughs> yeah. you know. go, go ahead. The NBA governors yes. and Adam Silver got together, and they're actually possibly uh, – Trying to make up for these losses with an expansion team or two. Okay. Now, uh, some cities that have been brought up are the, the the typical ones, Seattle and Vancouver, the ones that already had it, yeah. had franchises. But they're looking at the smaller markets like Oklahoma City and Sacramento and going, wow, okay, these guys are doing really well just because of how small they are and how much return they're getting every single year. Yeah. They're rabid fans over there. And it's such, a, sure. it's such an accessible sport that it doesn't matter. You don't, you don't really need a huge city to do well. Yeah. So... Uh, they're thinking about expanding to Las Vegas, uh, Louisville. Mm-hmm. I think I saw uh, Anaheim even on there, which is uh, another, another LA, LA team. team. So a third LA team, yeah, that'd work out. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, maybe? yeah, Kansas City. Remember they used to have the uh, I, uh, the Royals. Yeah, I'm trying to think about another uh, town in Tennessee that's blowing up. Nashville. Nashville was on the list okay. too. So yeah. the one I would always want to say, and I've been saying this for years, is Las Vegas. It just makes yeah. so much sense, and I always thought a baseball team would make sense there too. Now, there is discussions, and this might be just Rob Manfred playing hardball with the city yeah. of Oakland, talking about taking the Oakland A's and moving them to Las Vegas. But I always thought mm. that the Maloof brothers in Sacramento were going to take the Kings, and they have the Palms over there. They own the Palms in Las oh, Vegas. Okay. They're going to bring the Kings over with them and make the Las Vegas Kings. And I told everybody they should make jerseys looking like cards, like playing cards. Like the king. I told everybody I'd buy that jersey in a heartbeat. That is one That's of the, a, that would be pretty good, especially just, the King of Hearts suicide king. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But of course, back then, gambling was frowned upon. Of oh, course. we're not gonna. You can't gamble in this league. Come on, what yeah. are you doing? You're a degenerate if you gamble. Well, now the <laughs> NBA is like open arms, like yeah, baby, let's yeah, go. Yeah. I want this. That's this is it. revenue. That's it. This is gonna create interest. So you know the NBA, they're always uh, very liberal with uh the directions where they go <laughs> except for this whole china thing but that's another yeah. story yeah so I mean, I, the raiders I, going to vegas yeah gee it, it makes what, sense what do you think what do you think that's going to do gambling wise exactly yeah. but everybody's yeah. kind of scared away right now of vegas just because of one thing in particular the golden las vegas golden oh, knights nice. yeah. were there when a tragedy happened and because of that tragedy uh, they really just lashed onto that team so they think that's a huge writing factory to why that market exploded for hockey because i mean let's be honest it's las vegas it's in a desert why does anybody care about hockey Uh, yeah Uh they needed that for healing process and sports is the best because it is such a great healer so a lot of markets and teams are thinking okay well we want to move to vegas but 
you know, the Golden Knights are always going to have that city because of what happened there and the tragedy and the shooting. Really? Oh, I, yes. That is a huge factor. And, wow. I, and, I, and, and the Raiders yeah. the Raiders are going to have to play a little catch-up, too. Now, they're very lucky because they're, they're right by Los, or L.A., and L.A. is still a Raider town, man. Yeah. I went down there a couple weeks ago, a couple weekends ago, and uh, I asked everybody, what's your favorite team? Oh, I don't hate – I don't like the Rams at all. I'm a Raider fan. Wow. Everybody's still a Raider fan down there. So they're going to they're gonna do pretty well in Las Vegas. They probably should have moved the Chargers to Las Vegas and – the Raiders down no, to but LA, the, the, but the, uh, the Vegas much. Vegas would have sent them back, <laughs> probably, probably, <laughs> especially after these couple games. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I thought Las Vegas would have been a great place for basketball, and uh, I thought it would be a great place for baseball because the ball absolutely flies there too. It'd sure. be probably even. Well, you'd have to do an more indoor. offensive. Oh yeah, you'd have yeah. to do indoor, but it'd be yeah. more offensive because the altitude, probably, and because the dry air more than yeah. uh, Colorado. Oh, out in okay. Coors Field, so yeah. it'd be it'd be fun baseball to watch. You know, I was thinking about like for expansion teams. I could see you know Louisville. I mean, the 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 Wildcats for uh, college. Oh yeah, you know UNLV in Vegas, big college. You know, oh yeah, they love their basketball. Yeah. Though. So any any team or any city that that ha- or Oklahoma. Yeah, well, Oklahoma's not is more football, but but any 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 college big basketball. Now Duke, you know, you got yeah the Bobcats and. You know, it's kind of, it's yeah, you still too. got stuff over there. Yeah. So it, you just got to look at a market and see what really needs a team or really would want a team. I mean, Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Everybody says Portland would be a great baseball town. They say that it would be a great town for anything because they just really want to root for something. I mean, they've adopted. Well, probably the Mariners probably is who they root yeah, for. Yeah, they root for the yeah. Mariners, but, I mean, they would still root for their own town or their own yeah. team. So they've always wanted something over there. Um, Nashville. Nashville, yeah. everybody's talking about you got to move to Nashville. you got to get a baseball team in Nashville. Uh, a, a basketball team in Nashville would be great, too. I mean, do, do There's the, a lot to uh, talk about Mexico City, too, and then London. But I don't think the yeah, technology no, London, is London just would be there t- Well, London would be too hard because it's too much travel. Way too much it's, travel. Yeah. Mexico City, even that, and that's that, it's pretty high altitude, too, isn't it? Yes, yes. The, it would affect baseball. I don't know how it would affect the athletes so much in basketball. Maybe just because it would be really hard to run up and down the court that yeah. long and the, the limited oxygen in the air. But I mean, how did the how did Denver Nuggets do it? <laughs> Somehow, right? some way. I wonder, I wonder if they depressurize things or something. Uh, the, I wouldn't be surprised. They do that with uh, the baseballs in Colorado. They put it in a humidifier and make the baseballs heavier. Oh no, man! Yeah. We like to see the ball fly. Yeah, right. Well, dig, chicks dig the long ball. People right? always say like, "Oh, weird! The ball's really flying out today." I wonder if they forgot to put it in the humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> so there's always that going around, but uh, it's. It's interesting. It's fun to speculate. Everybody always like, oh, we need a team. We need a team. We would love a team. But yeah. you got to really look at the data. You got to see if, you know, the market it is at the right it. time. Yeah. You got to make sure that you have cheap land to build anything there. Yeah. Gotta, there's all these different factors. That I, I mean, involved. for basketball, you know, that's relative, rel- you know, relatively speaking, inexpensive because they, what do they get? Like, you know, 25 or 30,000 at the most. Yeah. The arenas are pretty small. I mean, yeah. I went over to the Chase Center for the first time, the new Golden State yeah. Warriors Stadium last Friday, and that thing is tiny and compact, yeah. but it is louder than hell. It is loud, loud, loud. And that was wow. a preseason game halfway filled with nobody starting from the Lakers and Warriors in a preseason game, and it was still loud. Oh, so. man. Because it, they, they talk about how the old Coliseum was pretty loud Oh yeah, you know, for the home team. And, uh, and so if this Chase one's going to be even more, that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it'll be Roracle, but we'll see. Because there's all these different materials being made. It's always tinny. And everybody said uh, Candlestick yeah. Park, yeah. you know, for the 49ers and the 
and the Giants is way louder than uh, Oracle Park now in Levi Stadium. So it's always maybe just uh, pretty loud. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a bias people have, like oh, all those memories I had there. Yeah. It was way louder. Uh, yeah, you know what? That's like yeah. I used to I used to in 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 sunny California. I might tell my kids I would walk to school in snow oh, uphill yeah. both ways. You know, <laughs> old Yankee Stadium was way better than New Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Hear that a whole bunch of times. And the old Polo Grounds and Forbes <laughs> Field and uh, you know yeah like crazy stuff. Uh, let's see what else we had. Oh, a little baseball, little World Series coming up here. Yes, first time for the Washington Nationals. Yes, and it's very interesting, and I wanted to see how this is going to affect spring training sales because the Houston Astros actually share a facility with the Washington Nationals in spring training in West Palm Beach. Ah, yeah, so okay. they actually play each other about a billion times in spring training, and all those guys are friends with each other. So it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like, oh hey, what's up, World Series? This is kind of a big deal now. So the Astros okay. are heavily favored, uh, five to twelve odds. Last time I saw, it's probably even gone up more in favor of the Houston Astros. But the Nationals, uh, they got nothing to lose. So I'm liking the Nationals, and I might have a little okay. bit of a bias. So well, they definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there are also at a break, you were mentioning something about betting and some guy. Oh yeah, yeah so a lot of money on. So an individual, I'll, I'll look up his name right now, was trying to bet uh, up to ten, upwards of $10.5 million. And he's done this before on the Houston Astros before the playoffs started. He was so invested in the Astros. He's like, they were going to win. And it, well, What were the odds back then? Uh, they were still the favorite. But, so, I mean, the odds were not 2-1, to one, you know, for – I can't imagine for any, any team getting like a 2-1 to one before, you know, during preseason. Oh, yes. Right? Let me try to find this better's name real quick because okay. I think it's up to seven point five million. So he had a group of investors uh, go in and try to bet for him up to upwards of seven point five million. So it's his money, but yeah. he had to have other people bet for him because no groups. no one would take that. Nobody would bet. take that. Ah, come on, what a bunch of wimps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just bet the big one. Um, right. So who do you have? Uh, you know, it's funny. I mean, the pitching staff at the, for Houston is still really, really strong. So I, I think they're going to win it. I think, I think, but I, I think it'll be it'll go at least six games. All right, I got the name for you right. Six games. I think that's about where it's going to be too. Yeah. I really do. I hope the Nationals win that game six. Sure. But we could see. I could see it go either way. So it's Jim Mattress Mac <laughs> Mackinvale, and okay. he is a mattress salesman in Houston, and he's paying upwards of seven point five million. For the Houston Astros to win this thing, so you think he's going to be sweating a little bit? Uh, just a little bit. I mean, I couldn't even imagine putting seven point five million on anything. I know, I couldn't either. Not even from Bill <laughs> Gates. You might think, oh, Bill Gates, seven point five million, but that turns into a news story real quick. So you yeah, watch out for yeah. your, your reputation. No, when, you, when you're betting money like that, it's just you know, I, I I don't have the stomach for it. I mean, I remember it's funny when that when the Bears were playing um, the New England Patriots back in '85. And I was just, I knew, you know, how, how anyone could know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew the Bears were just going to kill them. I mean, they just, their, their defense was just so strong. And, uh, and so I walk up to, uh, I, I place, I don't know, $500 on, uh, on the Bears. And I ask the, I ask the guy behind the, the um, uh, you know, the bookie guy, mm-hmm. whatever you call him, the cashier guy. And I said, what, what's, the, what's the biggest bet you've seen so far? And he goes, well, actually, the guy just before you put 50000 on <laughs> on New England. Oh my and I goodness. go, oh, man, the guy's going to get smoked. And, uh, I mean, it was just, it was a walk in a 
walk on the park. Oh wow! Yeah, for the Bears, you know they they just That's they just they just killed them. That was when I think uh, fifty thousand. Well, it helped your line a whole bunch. So you it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So it, thank uh, you. It, yes, it, that's right. I, I went up to the guy afterwards before, and I said, "You gonna lose?" I said, "I'm sorry, but you gonna lose." See, this always <laughs> makes me think: Does this guy really want the Houston Astros to win, or but how much money did he put on the Nationals? Good question. I mean, because sometimes guys will do that. If, if, it's cha- if it changes oh, yeah. on there, they go ahead and they, they try to sway the line. Yeah, and then they, they hedge, hedge their, their bets. bets. That way. Yep. Not a bad way to so go. So I think he's going to make up to three point five million if he wins. So you bet seven point five. Uh, it's up to ten million. So if you bet ten million, it says it's going to be up to two point five million when he bet at the time, which was before the the playoffs even started. So the, they still had to go through. Let's see. They had to go through the Yankees recently. Yep. They had to go through the. the it wasn't the Twins, but no, I believe it was, it was the Tampa Bay Rays, which yes. went to five games. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. Well, ready for our last trivia question? Go for it. I'm okay. 0 for 2. 0 for 2, but you'll, you'll get this one. Baseball team nicknames. Which baseball team was known as Murderer's Row? Okay. Okay, you know this one. No. <sighs> we'll get it. All right. Uh, best if you can give me the year, that the, the most oh. famous year, but that's okay. Uh Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question, which baseball team was, uh, their nickname was Murderer's Row. All right, when we come back, we've got some uh, thoughts for the day, and we've got some closing comments. Uh, we've got like 30 seconds before a break. Anything you want to cover in the next segment? Go Nationals. Go Nationals. Just that's because right. I want to see a new team that's never won the World Series before. Has nothing to do with your dad? Nothing to do with my dad. Really? No, well, he, seriously. I always root for the underdog no matter what. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that too. Unless, unless the team's first time in, in there. Unless the team's wearing blue and it's from uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> then I'll always We don't know which one, one that is. <laughs> All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr. I have to say the whole thing. Okay, now I'm tired. <laughs> Which baseball team was known as, known as Murderer's Row? That is the New York Yankees. That is. In the 20s. Yes. Yes. But what was their... I actually, I have here the... Fa- I have 1927 as, 1927? as the main one. But, but uh, we'll give you complete credit for knowing it's the Yankees and the 20s. That was the uh, house that Ruth built. Yes. Because right? he was... You know, it's like they were doing kind of nothing for a long time. And he comes on the team and suddenly they start winning. Wasn't Weird. a bad pitcher either. No, yeah. he wasn't. Everybody knows him as the Colossus of Clout and swinging and hitting bombs, but no, he could pitch a little bit too. The, the, the Bambino. The great Bambino. The great Bambino, yeah. That's so funny. I keep thinking of uh, the movie The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the great Bambi. What? <laughs> Smalls, you're killing me. Yeah. Killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. That's the best. That's a, that's a famous line. All right. Uh, tell you what, we got some thoughts for the day. You ready for this? Yep. What is the best thing to do when you have a hole in a boat and water is leaking inside? You make another hole to drain the water out. Oh, interesting. That's true. Yeah, they probably tried that with the Titanic. It didn't work. All right. And uh, he who laughs last didn't get the joke. I don't get it. It's supposed to be he who laughs last, last best. You ever heard that with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. Not, not in this case. <laughs> and I already mentioned that I have one of those unlimited cell phone plans. There's no limit to how much they can charge me. All right. Uh, any last uh, thoughts before we uh, cut out? Thanks for having me on, Edward. Absolutely. Always you, a pleasure. hope everybody listening enjoys the World Series and enjoys the start of the NBA season. Boy, you got a couple of uh, back-to-backs there. Yeah, Lakers-Clippers, yeah. Clippers-Golden State Warriors. Clippers are a name to be uh, watching out for. It's yeah. almost like you're the favorite to win this whole thing. Are, are they actually going to be a favorite? Oh, they are the favorite right now. So. I mean, they got, they got, they got everybody. Yeah, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, watch out. Yeah, I hope the Raptors don't uh, not too upset that Kawhi left. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good player. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be asking uh, more sports trivia questions. 
Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long.